Yo, yo, what's happening? Good people. Today is Friday, December, I'm sorry, Friday, February 16th, 2024. Time is 9.13 a.m. Eastern Time. You're on with an episode of The Bridge, episode number 197 of The Bridge. Get down with Big Ron Brown, Big Kush King. Kush is all the same. Just here bringing my humble opinion about things that's going on in our everyday lives, things that we talk about, things that we like to discuss. Mainly for myself is music, sports, politics, current events on a local, national, and global level. Things that we like to get into and discuss on a daily basis. Um, got a packed show for you to get into today. Um, got to start out with the tragedy that happened in uh, Kansas City following the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade with the mass shooting that took place there. <clears throat> Lady was shot and killed inside Joel Osteen's church in Lakewood, in Lakewood Church in Houston. Uh, one person was shot and killed on a subway shooting that took place in the Bronx last week. Uh, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, of course, we all know they won the Super Bowl. Uh, getting to that, uh, records that was broken during that Super Bowl last week. Um, the bill that is closing in, the uh, Senate is closing in on the final um, passage of a bill that will assist Ukraine and Israel tremendously. Um, uh, the shooting that took place when the deputies mistaken a, intruder, a guest for an intruder that took place in uh, that tragedy in Texas. Uh, all of Trump's trials could be starting soon and very soon, which is not good for him, especially considering the fact he's trying to run for president again. Governor Shapiro of Pennsylvania is trying to push a um, recreational marijuana bill. And I'm going to give you the thoughts on my interview, uh, Monique's interview with Shannon Sharp that took place on Club Shay Shay last week. Very profound, very insightful interview that took place. But as always, as I've done the past three or four years, the pandemic may be over with, but COVID-19 is not. If you have not done so, please go get your, vac go get your um, vaccine shots and go get the booster shot if you are eligible to do so. I understand why some people may be hesitant, why they don't want to do it, why they may have some reservations about it, but doing nothing is not an option. Do something that's going to prepare, your, prepare you for just in case if you do get COVID, speaking from somebody who had it. It's flu season still going around. Uh, just I just had I just had a case of um, light pneumonia that I had to go to the hospital for yesterday morning. So it's still cold outside. It's still flu season, pneumonia season. COVID is still out there. You just never know. Do something that's going. To, I mean, I understand you may have reservations about the vaccine, but doing nothing is never an option. Once again, the pandemic may be over with, but COVID-19 is not. So people, please do what you need to do to protect your immune system. So you can be as healthy as you possibly can. Um, as I said earlier, um, there was a mass shooting that took place in Kansas City following the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. Um, one person was killed. 20 plus people were wounded. 11 of those wounded were children. Three people, if I'm not mistaken, were taken into custody uh, following that shooting. Um, they said it was a dispute that took place. I believe the main rally was happening at the uh, Kansas City Union Station, the train station in Kansas City. And the shooting took place a few blocks away from there. And then, of course, with the mill, with a lot of people that are there, people come running inside the station looking for cover, looking for safety. But um, one lady, I believe she was in her early 20s, she was shot and killed. And the fact that of the 20 plus injured, it was 11 of those were kids. It's just tragedy it's heartbreaking it's just very disturbing and like something that should have been celebratory something that should have been a very great day and a happy day is now a lot of these kids and a lot of people will be forever traumatized by what happened there um i was watching first take with stephen a smith yesterday 
and he hit it dead on the head. Some people are just vile. Some people are just hateful. Some people are just want to watch the world burn. They don't care. And it's just for the millions upon millions of people that want peace, that want happiness, that want joy. You got to understand it's millions of other people that want hate. They want war. They want turmoil. And they want to watch people suffer. It doesn't matter. It's just for everything that you stand for, for everything that you have morals in and have character about just know it's millions if not billions of people that are opposed of that that don't like you simply because of the things that you stand for um my heart goes out to those people that were shot that was injured yesterday and um wednesday and during that after that parade rally hopefully they will pull through um the people that they had in custody i think it's three of them i hope they throw the entire justice book in the, the, the entire justice system book i hope they throw it at them because it was unnecessary totally unnecessary something that shouldn't have never happened shouldn't have never happened it's just a simple dispute turns into a mass tragedy of that of that um magnitude um it's just it's just ridiculous man just ridiculous segway to some positive news about the reason the people were there anyway was of course um kansas city chiefs they were victorious in Super Bowl 58, defeating the San Francisco 49ers 25-22 uh, and went to overtime. The first, uh, it's been the first Super Bowl that went to overtime since the uh, when the Atlanta Falcons were defeated by the New England Patriots after that 28-3 comeback by Tom Brady. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are the first team in the NFL to go back-to-back -back since Tom Brady's Patriots of 03 and 04. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was named Super Bowl MVP, so congratulations to him. And he's basically saying this is they want to run it back. They want to try to go for a three-peat because no NFL team has been able to go three in a row. That's something that's never been that's winning three Super Bowls in a row. That's never happened. That's never been done. So uh, Andy Reid is coming back. Travis, Travis Kelsey, if I'm not mistaken, is coming back. Chris Jones basically said during the parade, I ain't going nowhere. I'm here to stay. I'm coming back. So they're definitely trying to run it back and win three straight. So that would definitely be a tremendous feat if they're able to do so. Because like I said, no NFL team has won three straight Super Bowls. So it's going to be hard, barring any injury. Hopefully everybody stays healthy. But I definitely want to see what they can do. If they, I mean, if they can do it. Because a lot of teams that were not healthy this year, they're going to get guys back like Joe Burrow. Deshaun Watson's coming back to Cleveland. So it's a lot of competition, and especially in um, the conference that um, that uh, Patrick Mahomes is in. And basically, we're in the era now that Patrick Mahomes is kind of like Michael Jordan was in his prime, like the early 90s, during out throughout the 90s. There's Patrick Mahomes, and then there's everybody. Then that's the rest of the field. It's Patrick Mahomes and everybody else because this guy, he's only 28 years old. He's not even 30 years old yet. He's won three Super Bowls, three Super Bowl MVPs, and he's just now getting into his prime. So I guarantee you that the Chiefs are going to make a very precise and calculated effort to get him the best weapons that they possibly can. Because I guarantee you what happened this season, the fact that they led the league in drop passes, the receivers led the league in drop passes. That's not going to happen again. They're going to make a conscious and precise effort probably throughout either through free agency or through the draft to make sure to get Patrick Mahomes some receivers that can hold on to the football. Could you imagine how dangerous the Chiefs could have been if those receivers would have caught the pass, would have caught passes? Simple. 
So he, they're going to make a conscious effort to get him the weapons that he needs. And Andy Reid, and if they do that, he and if he still has a love for the game, and he still has Andy Reid in his corner, and I believe Eric Bieniemy, that, that situation, that experiment that he tried to do with Washington as being the coordinator, that didn't get him anywhere because they hired a new coach and the coordinator. They brought in somebody else, so Eric Bieniemy might be coming back to Kansas City, which he should have been. He should have never left in the first place. And in my honest opinion, he should be the heir apparent to Andy Reid because the offense flowed better when Eric Bieniemy was the offensive coordinator. And so um, we could be looking at a Patrick Patrick Mahomes era for the next five to ten years, barring any injuries or anything like that. Because if they get him some weapons, with their, I guarantee the Chiefs, that's probably their number one focus is to get him some weapons outside that can catch passes. And so... Andy Reid, man, is just I'm I'm ha I'm I'm extremely happy for Andy Reid because every time he wins a Super Bowl, now this is his third Super Bowl as a head coach of the Chiefs. I just think about all those years that he was the coach in Philadelphia with the Eagles and everything that he had to go through and suffer through personally and professionally. That man went through a lot. He went through a whole lot. So the fact that he is in his latter years as a head coach and reaping the success that he's reaping and gaining now. Super happy for Andy Reid. Super happy for him. Uh, Super Bowl did major, 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 major numbers. 123 million plus people watched the Super Bowl on all platforms and networks, including um, Peacock, YouTube, and other um, streaming um, avenues. Um, broke records. Usher, congratulations to him. He had a super, did a phenomenal job during the Super Bowl halftime show. Um, him and uh, he brought out people. He had Alicia Keys. People, of course, people talking about the hug at the end. Him hugging her from behind the way that he did. But they came out and uh, Alicia Keys did my boo. Shout out to her. Came out and had a guitar solo on You Got It Bad. Reminiscing of Prince. And then, of course, he brought out uh, Will I Am for Oh My God. And then, of course, he brought out Jermaine Dupree. I don't understand that outfit Jermaine Dupree had on. I just don't get it. Whoever told him that looked good, you need to fire him because they did not do you any favors, bro. That that was just horrible. And, of course, at the end, the big song, his biggest hit, yeah, with Ludacris and Lil Jon. So, major, major props and congratulations to Usher on a very great halftime show. Uh, next year, the Super Bowl will be in um, New Orleans, and there's a lot of talk already about who the halftime show should be. A lot of people are going with, um, since it's going to be in New Orleans, it should be New Orleans' own Lil Wayne because Lil Wayne has hits upon hits upon hits. He puts on a great show. He is, um, he's uh, very popular and has been in the music game and done his thing for 20-plus years. So he's been at the top of the game. So, um, But... <laughs> Listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show this morning, and he did he 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 hit the nail right on the head because it's gonna be a lot of people if um they do book Lil Wayne for the halftime show next year. You can please believe it's gonna be some letters, it's gonna be some upset people because that will be four years in a row that the halftime show um had a lot of soul in it, had a lot of rhythm, had a lot of um uh. How can I say this? Very ebonized. So, it's going to be a lot of people that were upset with it. But, listen. Jay-Z, of course, Rock Nation is in, in charge of 
the halftime shows and who they book and who they want to be performed during the halftime show. And all Jay-Z has to say is his famous quote, numbers don't lie. Look at the numbers of the ratings for the Super Bowls and look at the numbers of the ratings during the halftime show. So people get mad all they want. Jay-Z puts on a good product. He's smart. He's, he's precise in what he does. And he basically said, I don't have to eat, man. A lot of people wonder why he doesn't perform because, you know what? Jay-Z's probably like, you know what? I can I can put other, I can let other people do that. Of course, he could if he wanted to, but he said, I'll let it's, especially when you are um, have artists who are from the town that the city is going to be in. So Lil Wayne, I think he's at a position now where he deserves that shot because he's been putting in work, major work for many, many years now, for 20 plus years, so... I think he would. I think it would be a good show because he has major, major hits. And if you don't know, check out his resume. That's that's just my humble opinion about it. Um, other news. Um, while I'm on sports, real quick. Um, shout out to Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark, of course, the All Star, the um superstar uh, player for Iowa. She broke the um women's all time scoring became the women's all-time college score in college history last night. She joined a, she joined a 30-foot three-pointer to seal the record to break the record. And she wasn't done because she finished the night with 49 points and she is just she's awesome. She is awesome and the WNBA better look out because when she gets there, she's I I, can, I, I don't see her slowing down. So, congratulations to her on breaking that record last night. Uh other um News I wanted to get into and just talk about real quick. Um, so the Senate is closing to final to a final passage of ninety five point three billion dollars in aid and assistance to Ukraine and Israel. As we all know, since those wars have begun, the war in Israel that begun back in October twenty twenty three, and the war in Ukraine that begun back in February of twenty twenty two. A lot of money, a lot of assistance, a lot of ammunition, a lot of weapons have been given to them. Um, so, I guess, and uh, President Biden says we will be unrelenting and we will not stop giving aid and support to those countries to give them the aid and support that they need. And other NATO nations are pretty much backing the U.S.'s play right now. So, it's a lot of money. My God, it's a lot of money that has been given, especially Ukraine, over the last two years. The amount of money that's been given to them to assist them and aid them throughout this efforts in the war right now. Jesus Christ. Um, other news just want to get into and talk about real quick. One person was killed. Five others were uh, wounded in a subway shooting that took place in the Bronx. Um, I believe one person was taken into custody and another person, I believe he threw his weapon down or dropped his weapon and then fled the area. Don't know if they caught up with him or not. Hopefully, uh, the people that were wounded, they're doing okay and doing better from that situation. Uh, deputies in Texas were responding to an intruder at an apartment. And it turns out the person that they shot five times was a guest at that apartment complex. And I believe they shot and killed her. Um, all I'm saying is this on that situation because in this country, there's been too many times where People who look like me, African American in this country, we're not necessarily doing anything wrong. We've been mistaken for an intruder or mistaken for a criminal. And we have been shot down and killed in cold blood. All I'm saying is I, I guarantee you if that lady that was shot down and killed, if she had been white, 
she would have not been shot four or five times. They would have they would have kept questioning her, and if anything, they would have hit her with a taser. She would not been they would hit her with a taser or maybe a rubber bullet. She wouldn't have been shot four or five times if that lady was white. That's just my humble opinion. This is America. This is what they do. They confuse, they get confused things all the time. But I guarantee you, I'm willing to bet that if that lady was white, mistaken as an intruder, she would not have been shot four or five times and killed. Just my humble opinion. Uh, political news. Um, all of Trump's trials could be starting soon. I believe the latest one is getting up underway in March. Is the um, Stormy Dan Stamp Storm, uh, porn star Stormy Daniel situation with the hush money, and then I believe the other one is going to be the um, documents that he tried to hide and um, hide away at his Florida mansion, and then I believe the case in Georgia, we interfered with the um, election in 2020. That's going to be soon getting underway. So Trump's got a very busy uh, remaining winter and spring and summer coming up because all of these trials could be getting ready to start in the few, next few months. And so, yeah, he deserves everything that's coming to him. There's and, and the Supreme Court, and hopefully they do the right thing. Special counsel has said he deserves no immunity. They can go ahead and get started with the trials. And I hope the Supreme Court do, does the right thing. If there is such a thing as freedom and justice and life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness and all this other stuff that you that you shoveled down our throats ever since we were babies. If it is such a thing as freedom and justice, and justice is blind, then do the right thing. He should not have immunity. He's not president. And all of these charges, he should be going to trial, and, and, and he should be given, and, and the book should be thrown at him. So it, it's going to be an interesting spring and summer to see what happens with all these trials that are coming up for one Donald J. Trump. Uh, Governor Shapiro of Pennsylvania last week is trying to push uh, a bill to legalize recreational marijuana in the state of Pennsylvania. Um, he basically said it's time for Pennsylvania to catch up with the times. Yeah, that sounds cute, but my thing is, I believe he's um, he's got dollar signs. He definitely has dollar signs um, in his mind and in his in his um. He's seeing he's seeing the money. Basically, he said the money could come in and fund public schools, especially in cities of uh, Philadelphia and Pittsburgh and Harrisburg, the largest cities in the state. It could be a lot of money. That could be a lot done with that money. And if you just legalize recreational marijuana in the three largest cities in the state of Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, um, Philadelphia, Harrisburg, which is the capital, and then Pittsburgh, those are the three largest cities in Pennsylvania. If you just legalize recreational marijuana in those three cities, it will be hundreds of millions of dollars that will come in. Not even not even the entire state. Just those three cities alone. The money it will be hundreds of millions of dollars that will come in if they decide to do that. And it's coming to that point because these governors and these politicians, once they figure out a way to tax it and regulate it, and they see the amount of dollars, especially these other states that pulled in since they have legalized recreational marijuana, I'm like, hmm. This is this is this is two this is multiple birds killed with one stone. And it's gonna get passed because it is it's, it's about time. It's just people people may have this eerie weird feeling about marijuana and they don't wanna do it, but it's gonna happen. Uh one lady was shot and killed after she brought in 
multiple weapons until uh, Pastor Joel Upstein's Lakewood Church in Houston. Uh, she had a seven-year-old child, I believe, that was with her, and he was also struck by one of the bullets. I don't think he died, but um, she had several stickers on her weapons talking about Palestine, and obviously she was um, against Jewish people and everything, but she was a lone wolf. I don't think she claimed any groups or any groups have not come out and claimed this as their organization during this terrorist uh, that during this attack but the fact that she she had multiple weapons ar-15 and handguns and shotguns and just letting them off thank god it was only it wasn't multiple people that could have been hurt or killed so it's just man the way this world is going man it doesn't matter if you're in a grocery store if you're in a movie theater if you're a church if you're at a super bowl rally People are going to be hateful. People are going to be evil. And you just got to stay prayed up, man. You got to stay prayed up. Every single day before you walk out, before you walk out your door, you better make sure that you pray a protection and Jesus will be a fence all around you because this world, man, it's just you never know. You just never know. Um, lastly, I want to just get my thoughts on the interview that Monique did with Sean, Shannon Sharp on Club Shay Shay last week. Very thoughtful, very profound interview where she um, gave insight to a lot of the things that she had been dealing with um, throughout her life, throughout her childhood, and the last decade and a half of the issues that she had been dealing with. I applaud her. I liked the interview. Um, she basically told the truth. And she basically said that, that when people, one of the things that she said was that when people when the message come, when they get receive them, they, they're not likely to receive the message when they don't like the messenger or the messenger is not popular or they don't feel like the messenger is, um, is adequate enough. And her and Cat Williams have given two of the most profound interviews this year. Speaking of people just basically just telling the truth about everything. And she basically hit the net on the hit 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 the hell hit the head on the right on the head, saying that if people don't like you, if people don't think that they don't like the messenger or they don't like what the messenger looks like, and she said something that resonated with me a lot. Basically, she said, "Cause I can relate to her situation a lot because I've been overweight all my life," and she was like, "When people don't like the message because of the messenger that's sending it," and she said. All of her life, she's had to deal with weight issues and being fat. And she said, you the fat black girl from Baltimore. You should just be lucky we invited you to the party. You should be lucky we invited you to be our friend. You should be lucky we included you in our circle. That hit me like a ton of bricks because I know what that feels like to be ostracized, criticized, overlooked, counted out, doubted simply because of your size. Having people talk about you behind your back, betray you. Because of your size. I know what that feels like. I know exactly what that feels like. Thinking people are really your friends. That they really got your back. That they really support you. And the entire time they laughing at you. Criticizing you. Downing you. Doubting you. Oh not the fat one. Oh he ain't gonna do nothing. He ain't gonna do this. He ain't gonna do that. Simply because of your size. They're criticizing you and doubting you. And it would be one thing. If that came from people that you didn't know. But I've had it done to me by close family members and friends. Some of it was done right in front of my face. A lot of it was done behind my back. But even the times that it was done behind my back, words still got back to me of what they were saying and how they were doing me. 
So I know exactly what that feels like to, and a lot of it was, a lot of, you can't control what people say. You can't control sometimes what they're going to say about you. But if you still hang around that abuse, if you still allow people to do those things in front of you, simply because you want to be accepted or you want to be liked or you want to be included in this clique or this group of friends, just so you can say you got somebody that's got your back that's down for you. Nine times, you, you don't have the subject, you don't have to subject yourself to that kind of abuse. You should never stay in a situation where you are being physically or verbally abused, misused, mistreated, and laughed at and ostracized and criticized, mocked, and they're doing it at your expense. That's not friendship. That's not friendship. That's not love. That's not trust. That's not care at all. It's toxic. It's very toxic. And if you are in a situation like that, anybody, I would please advise them to get away from that situation because if you're being subjected to that type of treatment, that's not friendship. That's not love. That's not care. Remove yourself from that situation. And trust me, one of the things that I wished I would have learned to do early in my life was pray for everything. Now I pray for everything because if it doesn't come from God, I don't want it. Friendship, relationships, opportunities, careers, money, you name it. If it doesn't come from God, I don't want it. And I wished when it came to friendships and relationships, I wished I would have prayed, prayed about it more when I was younger to send me the right friends, to send me the right people to have around me, to send me the right relationships to be in because it would have saved myself a lot of headache and a lot of time. But getting back to that interview, she said a lot of things that hit me like a ton of bricks and tell your truth. Tell your, don't be afraid to speak your truth. Don't be afraid to tell your side of the story. Don't be afraid to just let people know who you are and what you stand for. And once you set, once you make those boundaries and you set that foundation, you stand on that and you don't go back on that. You don't negotiate those things at all, ever. Because the Lord would do, I'm a firm believer that when you pray and you have a genuine heart and you have a genuine spirit about you, God will send the right people to be around you. He will send the right friends, relationships. He will definitely send the right people that you need in your life because I'm a firm believer. It has been done because a million times that I felt betrayed or I felt like an outcast or ostracized, God replaced those people because I asked for it because he knew I was a genuine person and I was real. So I just wish that I, I would have did it earlier in my life. So a lot of the headaches and times that I cried or felt lonely or depressed or angry wouldn't have had to happen. But you know what? You live and you learn, and sometimes you go through these things, but you live and you learn. And one of those things that made me stronger, and it definitely, if it wasn't in my my relationship with God and my sanity and peace, is something that I value, and it will not be negotiated. And if anybody, family included, if you mess with my relationship with God, my peace and my sanity, I will separate myself from the situation. So that's just my humble opinion. We all come from different races, backgrounds, cultures, places, and statuses, but we are more alike than we are different. When we can see each other as human, find a common ground and interest, 
begin to pick each other's brain and dig into the core of each other respectfully and peacefully. Only then can we begin <clears throat> begin to heal each other and truly bridge the gap between all of us. It's another episode of The Bridge. Get out with Big Ron Brown. Big Kush, King Kush is all the same. I will be posting this to Spotify as well as my Twitter page and Facebook page. Uh, people, please stay safe. Enjoy yourself. Have a good weekend. Pray for me. I pray for you. And we pray for each other. That's how we're going to get through. And until next week, I'll talk with you guys then. Stay safe. Have a good one. Peace.